Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity and Fellowship. Um, You probably noticed last week that we did not drop a new episode. Um, That was due to a death in my family. We have um, also just experienced a lot of deaths within our church family, Mm. Um, whether it's um, ex-members or even people adjacent to our members. Mm -hmm. We've experienced a lot of death. And so today we wanted to talk about some of the, the differences between the cultures on how we deal with death and the issues surrounding death, the funerals and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, uh, Brother William, yes. um, you've been to a black funeral. I've been to several black funerals, but I want to get your perspective on yes. um, your experience at a black funeral. Right. So, um, the I mean, I've uh, since the churches have merged, I've been to kind of several funerals. Most of those have been with you. Right. Right. So, like, either, you know, a funeral of a church member or a funeral here at the church from somebody you knew, you know, that kind of thing. Those were different than the, you know, I, had, I went to a black funeral before <laughs> we merged. That was in the community and um, didn't really know anybody there. I mean, it was kind of... Um, I, was yeah I mean the, you know it, uh, didn't know a lot of folks there but I had a connection there and so I felt like I wanted to go and so I went and yeah so some of the, some of the things that stood out to me that were different I mean obviously it was ex- it was very long right yes it's, it, it, at least right. compared to uh, the white funeral so it was very long uh, all of the ministers that were present were kind of involved in some way. Like yes. they were either on the, st- they, they were on the stage. I'm, sh- I'm trying to remember all the details. They're on the stage or they maybe even spoke a little bit, you know, gave right. a little word or something, uh, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, there, they, they kind of opened up the floor for remarks, which I've seen that done before in white churches. You know, it's like, Hey, does anybody have something they want to share about this person or whatever? But what was unbelievably different is that <laughs> almost I mean one it was I mean everybody was going to I mean there was a whole line of people that were going to speak and most of them sang yes and what was there so we go. What was so unbelievably impressive <laughs> is there was like a band there right there was a guy yeah. playing the bass guitar yeah. a guy playing the, the organ or piano uh, I think a guy playing guitar and as people would start singing Kenny they would just start singing in some random key, right? They would just, it's not like the organist would start because the organist didn't know what was going on. The person right. would just start singing and then the band, the organist would start playing, figure out what key they were singing the song in. They were so familiar with the song and all the different songs, they would just start playing along with them. Right. And so I was so unbelievably distracted by the <laughs> f- amazingness that was happening at the organ because I was like, do you know how hard, you know how difficult that yes. is to just somebody start singing and you find the key and then to have to be that familiar with those different all those different songs and right. they're just playing it wrong perfectly like they uh-huh. know it. I was so impressed. It was a little distracting because I was like, I am so just 
trying to figure out how this guy, it's like magic. Like, I don't understand how somebody can be that good of a right. musician. Now, it could just be that I'm ignorant and don't know music very well, which is, there's some truth yeah, to that. It is very but, impressive. But I was very impressed with that. And, I mean, I was impressed with the people singing, too. I mean, they were, you know, almost yeah. every every single person was singing, I mean, could sing. But, man, that the band just joined in. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I wanted to, like, like what I realized is that everybody else, it was normal. Uh-huh. I was the only one that was really impressed, you know. And I was like, I guess that's a normal. Right. Like, well, we, we, we take it for granted, but. It it is quite impressive, especially because in a lot of cases, those guys just started playing together that morning or something. Yeah, like, it's, it's not like they play for the church. I mean, they or just anything know them. Sometimes. They just know just, music that well. Yeah, and I mean, I think part of it is they just have that good of an ear. You know, yeah. they can tell. You know, this is right, and this is what we want to do. And wow. So anyway, so that really stood out to me. Uh, something something else that was um, that was interesting is there was they had kind of this formal time, kind of. You, you called it correspondence letters from the churches. Yep. And so somebody would kind of read those. This is from church so-and-so, you know, such, such and such church, and they've written this letter, and they express their condolences. And then there was, so it was like two or three of those. Yeah, it's like formal declarations almost. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I that was, um, to me, that was different. I'd, I'd never heard anything like that. So there were, I don't know. I mean, there was probably some other things Um the message wasn't all that different. I mean, as far as the message that was preached, uh-huh. um, perhaps longer, I guess, you know, right. it was, was longer. But I mean, as far as the actual message, um, there wasn't. Uh, but it was a lot of a lot of music, a lot of sharing um, kind of kind of happening. That that time was 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 long that um, there, there. I mean, there was kind of um, very vocal, like weeping. Yeah. Um, one, I think there was a lady that had to be like kind of taken out, you yes. know, at one point. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think she was immediate family, you know, and, and maybe mm-hmm. even the mom of the of the of the man who died. And so, so that was, um, and not to say that that can't happen in a white uh, funeral, but that was, um, I have not seen that very much. And so that was yeah. that was kind of different. So, so yeah. So those, those are some of those are some of some of my experiences at that uh, particular funeral. What about what about you, brother? So you've kind of been involved in some white funerals. Yes, I have. So what are what are some of the, uh, what's your experience been there? Yeah, so um, my experience has been that they're generally shorter in length, like considerably shorter yes. in length. Um, and, and a lot of that is due to, because uh, there's not as many elements going on. Mm-hmm. Like there's not many, it's scripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not any, uh, there hasn't been any kind of spontaneous elements, spontaneous yeah. aspects going on. Nobody's getting up and singing a solo. If they do, they no. probably don't have a band that's going to no. no, no, start no, no. playing. That's not happening. <laughs> right. I've never seen like that William happening. William, get your guitar, start no, playing. No, do you know how terrible that would be? <laughs> right. That would be awful. Yeah. Gosh. So, we, I mean, you don't have that those elements. So, it ends up being um, much shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh so just, just so for those who have so for our white listeners who have zero experience in a black funeral, what would you say is the typical length of a black I'm, funeral? <coughs> two hours would be on the shorter end, kind of minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Seems okay. like two hours is the is the minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen some that have gone well beyond, probably about four hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would say the median it may be about three. 
Yeah. And you're probably getting excessive around four, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, no problem going for I mean, here's what's crazy. I don't think I've ever been to a white funeral in my whole entire life that's been more than an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I may not be remembering, mm-hmm. but but like, I, I really don't know that I can say that I've ever been to, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Typical, like uh, anything over an hour is starting to get long. Right. And I've, I think, I mean, I've been to funerals that were 30 minutes. Wow. I mean, it yeah. was quick, you know, maybe one song, uh, just as a real brief message, you know, something like that. I mean, I've been to those, you know. Funerals, that would so. definitely be the exception right. at a black funeral. I'm pretty yep. sure, you know, there have been some, but that would be an exception at a black funeral. Okay. Uh, yeah, we would, I've. I've I've been to some quick ones at white funerals, and I was like, "Are we done? <laughs> like, right. what's going? What yeah. else? Like, I mean, there's like, something else is, going yeah. on. I don't know what's what's going on here. Like, I didn't think we could do it that fast, but right, yeah. But I mean, if you have it scripted and there's not really opportunities or desire to have that those spontaneous elements, then mm-hmm. and you can understand why it can go shorter. Right. Uh, the sermon is usually shorter. The message is shorter. I yeah. and that was really that stood out to me. It's like ten. It was 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, oh, because right. me, myself, you know, even when I first started doing funerals, my, my message was the, my normal sermon length. Right. Like it, mm-hmm. it was going to be 30, 45 minutes, and, uh, and and it was a good message. 10, 15 minutes was a good message. Right, but it was just short. Yeah, that was just short. It was impressive to me that. Hey, I can I can do it shorter too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I think the expectation sometimes, even in the, in the black funeral, is that you're going to preach for a certain amount of time, right? And mm-hmm. we're okay with you going thirty, forty five minutes because right. we're going to be here for three yeah. hours anyway, right? Right. One thing, another thing I noticed that stood out is it's it, it's somber, which a funeral should be, can be. Mm-hmm. But it, it's very formal. There's really not as much um, outward wailing, weeping yeah, expression. Mm-hmm. Um, expression, like like you said, it's really a just a very formal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You 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 kind of expect some of the, like. So there's a tradition. Uh, okay, they they open the casket. Everybody's going to come around and view it. The pastors come down and, mm-hmm. and kind of stay at stand at the head of the casket. Mm-hmm. And at a black funeral, I expect that I'm going to maybe have to catch somebody or I'm going to really? try to help out. Right. I'm gonna, like, so you're, expect, I, you're I'm expecting, expecting that. some sort of okay. I'm going to have to intervene in some sort of way. Mm. I, I I don't expect no. that at a Mm-mm. at a white funeral. Yeah, that would be I very different. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting I'm going. Not that have it to couldn't happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can definitely happen. I mean, mm-hmm. death is hard, right? Sure, it's definitely hard, and people respond in different ways. But I just I've just noticed that you know the the outward expression mm-hmm. it seems to be um, more more reserved in, in yeah. expressions at a at a white funeral. So yeah, so yeah, brother, yeah. considering all that. And I know you don't have all the answers, but sure. you can you can help us out a little bit. Why why yeah. do you think a, a white funeral is designed in this way? Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, uh, over over all the the, I mean, there is a for some reason there is kind of this desire to keep it short, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's why there's all. I mean, that's that's a a big answer to a lot of it. Uh, that's why the sermons are shorter. Right. Uh, it's why there's less music. Uh, it's why there's um, we kind of follow the script. I mean that. Uh, 
I mean, in one sense, they kind of serve one another, but but we we follow the script because it keeps it keeps things from dragging on, right? You know, which is, um, at least in my experience within the white community, I mean, that's kind of the the error, yes, for things to drag on. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we don't want that, you know. And and there's even, I mean, I've even heard it explained that you know we don't we want we don't want people to to kind of like the like this is hard grieving. Yes. We want to do it. We want to get through it. We want to be done with right. that. And then we want to kind of move on to something else. Yes. Like it's not like we want to kind of sit in our grief. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's like we just want to kind of, you know, we know we have to do this. We have to kind of go through this. Um, let's go through it quickly. Let's get through it. And then, um, you know, we'll, we'll be done. Right. So I think, I think that's, I, for whatever reason, I mean, I think that's a, a part of it. Um yeah, I think I mean you know, some of that even ties in with the with the like the church service, right? So, yeah. um you know, we've uh, talked about the differences between kind of a white church service and a black church service. Some of those elements spill over into um or I guess some of those differences spill over into the the funeral, right? Yeah. So, um again, if 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 there's anything wrong you can do in a white church service, it's it's dragging on too long, right? <laughs> I mean, it's right. let's get in there, let's mm-hmm. get the sermon, let's get out, you know. Uh, so I think some of those, some of that again has kind of fall, kind of come into that uh, tradition. I do think the formal thing is interesting. You know, I'm not yeah. sure. Um, I don't know if I can if I can say this is exactly why. Uh, there is there is kind of this idea that um, I, that outward expressions are. Um, it's kind of like you've lost control or yeah. you've. Uh, you need to you need to you need to be able to control your grief. You need to be right. able to control yourself. You need to be able to right. And I'm not real sure where we got that or at what point you know why we thought okay this is a right. Um, but in my experience, it's been true in worship services too. Right, right? people who are overly expressive in worship, like we're kind of like. Okay, seriously, put your hands down, you know, or this is not the time. Don't that be, is not orderly worship, I mean, people as Paul start, said. I mean, right? if people start swaying, I mean, p- people get nervous, you know. It's like, <laughs> this guy breaks out into Uh-oh. dancing, you know. Or, I, so I get to swaying sometimes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, that's probably an overgeneralization. But it, it does seem like formality is is right and expected Yeah. Um, in in certain in certain settings. Um you know, the worship service being one of those and a funeral service being one of those, right? There is right. this this formality. And it, it's not like if you cry, it's wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's true, but but there is this kind of whatever you're doing, it's under control. Right. For the most part, you know? And so, um, so I, I think, yeah, I think that's, I, I don't know. I mean, those would be my guesses. What do you, what do you think about, some of the traditions that you've seen in the black funeral, where do you think some of that comes from? Yeah, I, I think the length is is more due to we we are trying to make sure that we honor this person properly, mm. and the longer we go, it it shows that our love and appreciation and our honor for this person. Mm. Uh, and that, that's what it appears to be. And that's, I mean, that's what I've heard is that people, people will pour a certain amount of money, certain amount of, you know, time into making sure that we are honoring this person properly. I think the, the you know, going back to the multiple ministers thing, mm, um, yeah. you, you have, <laughs> I mean, you have big families 
And, mm-hmm. and a lot of the, like we kind of talked about how there's, there appears to be more family at a black funeral than mm-hmm. a white funeral. Yeah. And so you have multiple family members who may go to different churches. And you're, what you're trying to do is you're trying to um, bring kind of appease everybody. Well, my pastor, right. you know, does this thing and her pastor, whoever pat the, the deceased pastor does this thing. And mm-hmm. you may even have pastors in the family. Yeah. That you want to do mm-hmm. something else, and so, and what happens is, as they're doing each of their elements, they they feel the obligation, and there's the expectation sometimes from the from the people there that they will add their own little impromptu, spontaneous <laughs> uh, message to right. whatever element they have been uh, assigned. Mm-hmm. I would say the there, as you were saying about the white funeral, there's a lot of overlap between just the the black worship service and mm-hmm. the black funeral right so there's right. a lot of impromptu remark songs um expression in the black church right uh generally uh, not true of all black churches but right yeah but i mean and so you see that kind of cross over into funerals as well is that we we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go a long time we're not gonna necessarily worry uh, necessarily about the time mm-hmm. we're going to do what we what we feel is uh, best to to honor this person mm-hmm. um and we're, we're just not going to rush in regards to it now I, I i have seen recently is that some some families are kind of pushing back on the spontaneous impromptu okay because yeah. they want more control mm-hmm. kind of over what what people are going to say and and mm-hmm. who's going to say what, and so it'd be like, hey, limit it to two minutes and right. <laughs> and yeah. I've I've been getting to, I've been given the job at some funerals about being I was about that to say, person. Yeah, the one the yeah. funeral that we had here mm-hmm. that you were kind of overseeing. Right. It, it wasn't it wasn't one of our members, but it was you know connect somebody that was connected. Right. Right. Um. And you you said yes two minutes. Right. Right. I mean that you kind of capped it off. And you said, and that was instructions you were given from the family. Yes. Like, hey, we want to, okay. We don't want to be here. And I think what happens is, is that, as you were saying, the family wants to get through it. They don't want to sit with that grief for a long time. And if you have 50 people who are trying to give a remark mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. X number of minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if you said two minutes for 50 people, that I would know. be a long time. Right. So... I think even when you set that expectation, people know in their minds, hey, I need to say what I'm going to say and, and sit down. And so so it's not as drawn out as hmm. um, it can be, as I've seen it be. And nobody's trying to get up and sing. You can't sing a song in two minutes. Right. <laughs> and if you know the pastor, right. the person like me has his cell phone out with a two minute timer. Right. Oh, and wow. He's going to. He's gonna yank the, serious. He's gonna yank serious. you off stage with the right. with the cane. <laughs> when Kenny says two minutes, he doesn't mean like generally. Dude, he means like I am gonna time you. I am timing you. I'm gonna have actually I'm gonna have the alarm right. you go got, off out loud. You got 120 seconds. <laughs> right. Get it done. Get you are say not, what you need I to am say. not messing around. We got right. the can drag on. So yeah. yeah um, right. Historically, that's what it's been. It's just we're we're gonna do and 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 we're gonna say the spirit is leading us to do these things, like the spirit has put a song on my heart or you know things like that. And so we've kind of 
rein some of that in now because we realize that you're opening you're opening the door to to grieve longer mm-hmm. and you open the door for things to be done that you may not want to be done. So let me ask you a question. This is I'm just curious. Part of it, I mean, both of us agree that part of it was the timing of it. Right. Right. So the black community is kind of open-ended, expected to be a certain time. But like like I in the white community, there is not only expected start time and you better be started when it's expected start time. I mean, right. there's an expected end time. Like it seems like the white community is very conscious of this is when we're going to start, this is when we're going to be home. Yeah. But it seems like in the black community, it's like we're going to start when we start. Yes. And we're going to finish when we finish, right? <laughs> right. Like it, it's there That's is true. no like why do you think that? How did those traditions, and obviously, again, those are generalizations. Right. But, I mean, how do you think those traditions kind of became, or kind of started characterizing the, the different cultures? Yeah. I think, you know, you, you made a good point. And I think season one, we were talking about the difference between, I think it was black church, white church. I, I mm-hmm. want to say that's, that was the episode. But the idea that the, the black church is born out of slavery. Mm. And if you have this kind of break from your slave master or break from your work and, and you have this opportunity to worship, you may want to spend more time. Right. I work. You're not going to be necessarily concerned about the time. This is, you know, my opportunity to worship the Lord away from my master, mm-hmm. away from the normal worries and, and brutality of, of slavery. Mm. So I'm going to, sit here i'm gonna rest i'm gonna praise god i'm gonna do all this for any number of times right i I, I think that that kind of you know i don't want to call it perseverance because you're not necessarily persevering you're just having joined the lord right yeah i mean (laughs) it's it kind of bred through you know that kind of persecution Mm -hmm. um and and suffering so i i I think that's you know I, i would say that's kind of where it starts from hmm. this idea that the church has always in the black community been kind of the center of the community. It's kind of, you know, drifted away from that now as the church has lost its focus, but it's all, it's always been kind of the center mm-hmm. of the black community. And so the amount of, the amount of time we spend there has always been lengthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of open-ended, right? Which, you know, man, I've, I've been, <laughs> I know death is we we laugh a lot, but death is serious. But I've been to funerals where like the family has been late, like yeah, the yeah. body's there, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the body's there, uh, mm-hmm. everybody else is mm-hmm. there, but the mother of yeah. the mm-hmm. of the man is not there, yeah. or something like that. Like, hey, uh, yeah, 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 we we do kind of want to like are mm-hmm. the funeral the funeral home mm-hmm. had another funeral to do right oh, after wow. that one, and it's like. They got a schedule. Right? Yeah, and they got like, a schedule. Uh, we don't, <laughs> but uh, they got a schedule, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, you know, it's good to be on schedule. Mm. But uh, it's I've experienced that with uh, weddings. Uh-huh. It's like the wedding's supposed to start at I don't know two o'clock, and like the bride's showing up at like two forty-five. <laughs> I'm like, this is different. This is different. <laughs> Normally, oh, I would man. be done at this point. Or so this call is my wife out but, on the podcast, but, but no, it's not going to end well for uh, me. No, 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 no. And right. that, and again, I don't know that that's necessarily limited to uh, the black community, but but there are there are those things. That there happen, are different. So. Yeah, you know, there are cultures who who are not more 
as concerned about time sure. as other yeah, cultures. Sure. I mm-hmm. mean, you go to different countries. That's and right. Like, mm-hmm. well, we'll start at five if it's, yeah. if you say two o'clock. We may start at five. Right. right. We'll start when everybody gets here. Right. You know, and everybody get here when they get here. So mm-hmm. it's very different. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what what are maybe some are there other aspects because we've we've kind of focused mostly on just the funeral side of it, but right. are there other 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 differences, maybe different kind of aspects that you see when you start thinking about just kind of diversity and and kind of how we handle death? Yeah, you know the one thing, one of the most striking things that I've I've always found weird is the difference between the the when the death happens and when the funeral occurs. Yeah, same in the black community, it it seems like it is drawn out more. Than mm-hmm. in the white community, yeah. like there's a death in the in the white community, and two, three days, maybe later, the funeral has happened. That is unimaginable. <laughs> it is unimaginable to me that that would happen in the black community. I know that's so different. It I is, mean, that is very different for right. me. You know, it seems like it's at it, maybe if the person dies early in the week, you may get to the weekend, mm-hmm. to that first yeah. weekend, but you're generally going to get to a weekend. It seems like there's at least a week between the death and the funeral in the black community. And and the reason why is, is that we're, we're trying to give people an opportunity to more family, an opportunity to get to the funeral. Mm. And we've talked about, you know, all the different discrimination, history of discrimination and all those things. Well, I mean, when you, when you start to factor in all these different, um, systemic issues that it comes and you realize there are, there are practical consequences hmm. to those different injustices that happened in the past. So think about it in the black community. If you have poor schools, if you, if you have um, discrimination on the job, glass ceilings and all those different things, historically, then you may end up you you have a more you're more likely to end up in an entry level job that has less benefits, less paid time off. Mm-hmm. You you may have less disposable income, so you can't just get off work and go on a Wednesday to a funeral, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're you know in the black community, you're trying to get those funerals on the weekends so that people don't have to take off work in order right. to mm-hmm. get to the funeral. And so. When you have all those different things, all those different factors coming in, you you may see why. Okay, well, uh, we can't get off work. Mm-hmm. We can't um, we can't catch a plane. We have to drive because right. of, you know trying mm-hmm. to buy a ticket at the last minute is going to cost you more. Right. Um, all those different factors can yeah. can affect the length of time that mm-hmm. a funeral takes place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, like. A, a seven day after the death funeral has happened maybe once or twice. Yeah. In my sixteen years of mm-hmm. pastoring, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. just almost unheard of. Like it's it's like you said, three to five days at the most. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to have the funeral. You know, right. I mean, that's it's going to be very. And it's like, yeah, you put the word out there, and people get there that can get there. Right. And you know, it's just. That's different. It's no, a different you, kind of. It yeah. seems like here's the thing to me, man. It seems like we haven't even started planning the funeral in two days. Yeah, like it's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it is very different. Yeah, like yeah. It seems like 
we probably could speed up the process, but there's, I mean, because we already know in our brain that the funeral is not going to happen mm-hmm. for at least a week. So why do I need yeah. to rush, you know, in the first couple of days to try to get everything situated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the white community, I mean, the day of the death, you're you're meeting with the funeral home director. I mean, like that's, mm. I mean, I know yeah. as a pastor, like you're you're sitting down with the, you know, maybe the next day, if it happens late at night, I mean, you're going to meet with them the next day and you're going to get all of that knocked out. You know, you're or plan, right. knocked out, planned. You know, you're going to get that planned and moving forward. So other things that would be different? Yeah, well, you know, another another thing is the, the meal after the funeral. Mm-hmm. It's called the repast in the in the black community. Yeah, I've never, never heard that term. Never heard of a repast? Yeah, you in, no, you introduced me to it, right. but I'd never heard of it until yeah, you. Yeah, so you have the funeral, then you have the repast after the funeral, which is the meal. And the meal is not just limited to the family. Mm-hmm. The meal is for everybody, everybody. who mm-hmm. just so happened to be at the funeral or anybody mm-hmm. who wanted to show up and honor the person who was deceased or spend time with the family, the repast becomes almost like a family reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Very much mm-hmm. so like a family reunion. Some people might even come to the meal that didn't even come to the oh, funeral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You may yeah. come to the meal and just, um, I mean, that's kind of part of your paying respects is I'm going right. to come to the meal, you know? Yeah. I've seen repast turned into like straight up parties. Yes. Like we're dancing. We're really mm-hmm. going to celebrate. Yes. Um, this person's life, right? right. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy one another. We right. we're gonna come together and make sure we have a good time. So, uh, and you know, in in the white culture, I I don't I see meals after the funerals. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, therefore, the the family. Uh, it's not everybody who came to the funeral. And it's like we're not we're not gonna be here any longer than what nope. we we're gonna eat. We're gonna and we're eat. Gone. We're gonna go right. Yep. We're gonna mm-hmm. eat, clean up. Let's get up out of here. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's another aspect that is when we're talking about death that's different between the cultures. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot of dancing at white. Right. Not, not a lot of white people who dance. Let's just be honest. <laughs> right. Let's just come clean and say what's happening here. I mean, there are like famous that, people, man. famous people who yes. dance and famous white folks, but like most of us are culture. just, no, no, we're not going to be dancing. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anything else you would add, brother? You know, one thing I've, I've thought about, even even with the death, is um, life insurance. Right. Um, you know, I, I started to research about life insurance, and there's not a really a discrepancy between the number of black people who have life insurance and the number of white people who have life insurance, but the discrepancy is the amount of life insurance that they carry. Hmm. And that, and that discrepancy, again, going back to some of the systemic issues, mm-hmm. not saying, again, that black people can't overcome these things because we have evidence that they can and right. they need to um, overcome these things. But um, when you have less disposable income, you're probably not going to shoot for the upper levels of life insurance because right. it's going to cost more. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. The policy is um, too much or whatever. Your mm-hmm. idea of what I'm going to do as for what I'm trying to do with life insurance, you may say I got enough. I can pay for enough to so my family doesn't have to worry about how they're going to bury me. Mm-hmm. Right. Funeral mm-hmm. um, versus um, I'm going to get enough to actually transfer wealth. Yeah. Right. Cover my more cover the mortgage, be able to pay off right. the house. I mean, those types of things. Yeah. Like you see how, you know, you're talking again about how the systemic issues have caused this discrepancy between the amount of wealth in white families and the amount of wealth in black families. And again, those discrepancies affect us in practical ways to where mm. now we don't have disposable income 
mm-hmm. in order to make sure we have a certain level of life insurance to right. where we can transfer wealth to kind of close those gaps mm-hmm. between yeah. um, the wealth in, in, in white families and black families. Hmm. And so, and, and I mean, I, I've known quite a few people who have died and, and a lot of this is, you know, when you die young and crime mm. and we can get into all different aspects yeah, yeah, of death right. that different you issues, know, yeah. crime in the inner cities and stuff where, you mm-hmm. know, younger people don't tend to carry as much life insurance. Sure. Yeah. And so when, when you're dealing a lot of people just dying without no insurance whatsoever, and that puts a strain on the family. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, we, we, we have to realize that when we are failing to strive for diversity and fellowship, failing to strive for justice in these areas, mm. there are real world consequences, real practical yeah. consequences that yeah. um, happen along the line. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Wow, we have talked. We have talked around a long time. So, yeah. I mean, we do want to say, right? Important to add that. Uh, I mean, one of the things that's been encouraging to us both, probably this past week, is the the hope of the gospel, even in yes. death, right? And that uh, the Lord Jesus defeated death through His death and resurrection. And Amen. so, uh, man, there's so much hope in that. If you don't know the If you don't know the Lord, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, one of obviously one of the main reasons to. Um, to trust in Christ is to to know that you can have victory over death, right? Amen. I mean, that, that's that's one one of the things we would encourage you on there. So, um, so let's let's close. We just got to we really we've already gone over, but let's we want to get our crazy <laughs> oh, question man. in. So, all right, uh, let me ask you. What was our crazy, crazy question? question? Yes, yes. All right, brother. If you could take away or develop a tra- tradition regarding funerals, what would it be? Yes. Take away or develop a new tra- tradition. Yeah. So I would take away the whole greeting line. Yeah. I don't think that meets the purpose. I don't have right. time to develop it, but yes. <laughs> um, and then I would develop, like, at the meal, the repast, right? We can right. call that. Um, at that meal, that there would be the tradition of kind of everybody going around and sharing, like, one story, their favorite cool. story with their person, just to kind of say, hey, yes, we're mourning, but we're also remembering, you know, the joy that we had with them. Right. I think that'd be a cool tradition. Be good, yeah. yeah, yeah. And some probably, people probably do that, but what would, what about you, brother? What would be... Your, your takeaway or My, your addition. I'm going to develop a new tradition. Yes. So if you if you don't know what stepping is, like you need to look up like black fraternities or sororities and look up like a step routine. Mm. I want that at every funeral. Every. Every funeral. Funeral. Like there needs to be a fraternity that comes in and, and does a step or they need to teach members of the family. Yes. <laughs> to do yes. a step routine. Right. That's my new tradition at every funeral. <laughs> you realize how, white, how black, I was about to say no you realize how what. awkward that's going to be for white folks, white right? People we need don't to dance. Learn how to step? We don't dance. Step yes. If stepping's anywhere close to dancing, <laughs> we're is. out. I know it we're is. out. See, we're out. And we're it's out. clapping too. Oh, my oh, soul. Lord. Oh, we're out. We out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hope that was helpful to you this week. And uh, thanks for thanks for uh, tuning in. And we will uh, catch up with you guys next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.